It's often the little things, small behaviors, that can change our lives. That's the power of a financial edge. I'm Ed Meek. I'm a financial advisor with a passion to help you retire early, save more, and live better. Welcome to Ed's Edge, the podcast to help you live the life you've always wanted. The Defined Benefit Plan. What is it? The key word is benefit. Everybody likes benefits. And this is a really big benefit. Two quick stories. Number one, doctor has six, seven employees set up one of these special retirement plans back about seven years ago. Initially, was able to put aside about $150,000 of his own income pre-tax into the retirement plan and had to contribute a little bit more towards his employees. This has now grown to be about $1.6 million. Almost all of that money is his. And he now will retire around two to three years earlier than if we didn't put this plan in place. Number two, sole proprietor, a gentleman who's a consultant. He makes a very large sum of money. The first year he put money into this plan, he was able to put around $200,000. The next year, $300,000. This is his third year. He will, if he, if he wants to, he can put up to around $500,000 pre-tax into this retirement plan. He also will retire at least two or three years earlier than if we didn't do this plan. Monstrous benefits that are available to individuals who are sole proprietors, small business owners. I'm calling all small business owners, sole proprietors, self-employed people, to at least look into this type of plan. As a high income earner who's tired of paying the government massive taxes, there's a good chance you're in for a treat. A treat? That's music to my ears, more importantly, music to my son's ears. He, he likes hearing about oh, treats. Oh yeah, right. Um, what I'm hearing is significant tax savings. So enlighten us a little bit more about what this plan is. One of the first things that people will think is, well, I, have a, I have a retirement plan. I, I have this 401k. I, I can't do that. What are you talking about? Mm. So let's just compare what you're thinking about when you think that versus what I'm talking about. That's a 401k profit sharing plan. These are plans that allow, if you're a business owner and you're a high income earner and you're able to max it out, let's say, you can put close to $65,000, $70,000 into one of these plans, but you're kind of capped out a different type of plan. This chart compares these plans. It kind of shows, um, you know, what some people do, what's called a SEP or a 401k, and they are kind of maxed out in this range of 50, 60, sometimes $70,000. But then you look in the bottom of the chart and you see one of these plans, a defined benefit plan, one, two, sometimes 300,000, as I mentioned earlier. And then you can couple them with a 401k plan. And so it allows you just to have this incredible amount of benefit of putting the money away pre-tax. If we were, let's say, to put away, somebody was to put away $250,000 into one of these plans, you know, now we're really talking. So I'll, I'll use $200,000 and let's, let me do some math here. So if 
I'm in the 37% tax bracket. I'm a business owner. I have significant income where my tax rates are high. I put in $200,000. That's $74,000 of money in yeah. my pocket. If you're in the high tax, highest tax bracket, it's 37%. Yeah, that's 74000 plus, plus state, right? Plus state, yeah. We're in uh, Illinois, 4.95% state tax. Yeah, so that's another ten grand almost in, in savings. And so what I'm hearing is I put in that $200,000, $80,000, is coming back my way when I file my taxes and not in Uncle Sam's pocket. That's a chunk of money for me to do this plan Well, it's each and every year. It's money that wasn't yours. I mean, it would have been in the government's pocket and not your pocket because most people who don't do these plans, they pay the taxes and then they get what's left over. So let's let's talk about these two plans a little bit more in detail. The first one is the first what I was telling you earlier when I mentioned it in the beginning, defined benefit plan. The plan that we're most familiar with is what's called a defined contribution plan. 401k, many people are familiar with that name, 401k profit sharing plan. You can as an individual put away up to $30,000 if you're over 50 years old. Uh, pre-tax. And then as an employer, you can put money into the profit sharing plan. So even if you're on your own, that's how you can get this close to $70,000 in pre-tax, but you're, you're capped out. And that, the reason why it's called a defined contribution plan is because you can contribute these dollar amounts. Whatever it ends up growing to, it doesn't matter. If you're an incredible investor and it grows to a whole bunch, great. If you're a bad investor and you pick a bunch of bad stocks, it doesn't really matter. The second plan is this defined benefit plan, which we are striving towards hitting a benefit. And this benefit can be one of two benefits. It's a lump sum benefit that the maximum they allow you to put into this plan as a lump sum on your own behalf would be $3.417 million, a lot of money uh, as of today. Each year, it tends to ratchet up. So as we get older, we can maybe make the benefit a little bit more. Or the other benefit is it's kind of like good old-fashioned Social Security or good old-fashioned pension plans where you can strive to have a benefit of $265,000 a year paid to you. You can decide on those benefits in the future or what you want to do with them. But uh, but the goal is you're, you're striving for a benefit, and so you depending on your age and how many years you have to put into this plan, um, the government allows you to set aside these massive amounts of money so you could hit that benefit. So what I'm hearing is defined contribution defines the amount I can put in each and every year. That's right. It doesn't care about what happens later. Invest it how you want. Um, defined benefit, and that's defined contribution, of course, is significant majority of what we're familiar with as, as consumers, as employees, et cetera. But for business owners, for sole proprietors, you could have the option of this defined benefit plan where the benefit is defined. So you had mentioned that, you know, not everybody qualifies. What do you mean by that? So you have to be set up a certain way. Sole proprietors, self-employed income, um, uh, various partnerships. There has to be certain structure of the company in order for you to qualify. Um, usually if you're on your own, it's very easy. If you have employees, um, the more employees you have sometimes, the, the harder it is. Uh, but 
basically, most people will qualify. Can they actually do it is a different story. And the reason is the logistics, um, uh, basically, you have to also contribute towards other employees. You can't just do it for yourself. Um, in the defined contribution plans that we talked about, uh, you cannot discriminate. You have to make it kind of equal, and people can do it in an equal way. In these plans, you can discriminate some, but you can't just put away all this money pre-tax, and if you have employees, not put any money away from them. You have to put some money away from them, uh, but it can be minimized if structured a certain way. Typically, the less employees you have, or if you don't have any, or if maybe your spouse works with you, then, then you're able to do it a lot more easily. So there's just certain structures that sometimes make it a little easier and some structures that make it a little bit harder. I see. I see. Well, what other benefits could I have outside of, you know, what we're talking about, shoving a lot of money in the retirement plan, getting those tax savings? Um, talk us through a little bit more about the impact on what that, that benefit really is. So we kind of can understand like when you if you put away this example of two hundred thousand dollars and in, in our state you know you're getting this incredible amount eighty five thousand dollars of just tax savings right away that's awesome right i mean that literally people who are doing this cannot believe when they don't have to pay nearly as much estimated tax it's great um so but that's the first one the second one is something that people don't always think about it's called the time value of the money. And so that $85,000 now is sitting in your pocket and now you can invest it and then it's going to grow and it grows. And if you leave it in there for a while, it can become hundreds of thousands of dollars just that one year. And then you do it another year. Let's say you get another $85,000. Now that becomes a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars $200,000. So now it becomes like the snowball rolling downhill. There's these extra hundreds of thousands. And if done right, it could be somebody might have an extra million, million and a half dollars that they would have never had. And we all know when you retire and you want to live off your investments, the pot, the bigger the pot is, the more income you can take off of it. So it's that whole kind of tax savings initially and tax savings along the way and deferral of taxes and not having to pay the taxes is just monumental. You know, you've often said it's the little things, small behaviors that can change our lives. And I think this qualifies. Yeah, right. I mean, I, maybe this one's not even small. You know, this one's <laughs> this one's uh, this one's Pretty a big massive. one. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, I'm going to ask you a very pointed question, Ed. What's that? What's the catch? What's the catch? The, the catch is you have to qualify. You have to like fit to be able to qualify. And then you have to be able to, this income that you're making, you have to be able to set it aside into one of these plans for a period of time. You know, at least three to five years is kind of the rule of thumb. So you have to kind of qualify for both. Now, I also want to say, you know, we have to take a look at, you know, even if you are spending a lot of your money, if you have other money in other places, we might be able to kind of shift, kind of move money around a little, a little shell game and still take advantage of this. But you got to really qualify and kind of look at your whole situation. Super key to be able to do it. Well, this has been great, Ed. Thanks for sharing this wonderful insight into a pretty powerful concept. Tell me what's next. A quiz. We have a quiz that you can take. You can see the link right here. There's many steps and different players and a lot involved. And we're going to get into that 
Stay tuned. Wait, we're not done yet. Oh, no. We're not done yet. We can't conclude without Ed's food for thought. That's right. You know, James, what's your favorite meal? Breakfast. Oh, it is. Okay. <laughs> I think I knew that. In fact, he just brought in Chick-fil-A this morning, a breakfast Chick-fil-A. So, um, James, James and I recently were on a business trip in Dallas, and uh, the the client we went to go see suggested a place, and James got very excited, and I had never heard of this place before. James, tell me a little yeah. bit about this breakfast place that you're so excited about. So it is called First Watch, and we went to the place in Dallas, Texas last week. There are many First Watches they are expanding here in the Midwest. Most notably, there's one close to our office in Wheaton. It's at Naper and Ogden, technically in Naperville Road. It is a um, diner place, a little, a little bit upscale mm -hmm. uh, diner, I'd call it. Great experience, great ambiance yeah. and what have you. Uh, food is delicious. So if you're looking for a little variety in your breakfast endeavors, First Watch is a good spot. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones. I know we mentioned, I think the other one we mentioned in the past was called Buttermilk, but this one's right up there with Buttermilk, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. So check it out. We'll put the link uh, online for you to, to take a look at. And uh, let us know what you think. Thanks. Talk to you next time. This podcast represents an assessment of the market environment at a specific point in time, should not be relied upon as investment advice, and is not intended to predict or depict performance of any investment. Any specific recommendations or comparisons that are made as to particular securities or strategies are for illustrative purposes only and are not meant as investment advice for any viewer.